What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Tell Me Podcast. It's your host, Priscilla. And Diana. And on this week's episode, we're talking about how you shouldn't settle. Girl, tell me about it. So I've been lately applying for jobs, trying to find a job that kind of suits me, fits me, you know, because I'm in school and I kind of want to get a job that's going to work with my school schedule. And it's definitely hard not to settle for less. You know? Yeah, I think that's a good point that you're making because I feel like when you're first gen or you're like, you know, you're the first one in your household to really break the cycle of working just any job, I I don't know about you, but I know like it's hard to kind of get out of that mindset because you're like, oh, I just need to make money. I, yes. should, I should just be grateful that I even got this job. Even if the benefits are really bad, even if like the pay is really bad, like... For example, when I first started out in, like, the legal world, my first company, let me tell you, let me tell you, <laughs> um, it was definitely a good learning experience in the sense of, like, I was able to gain insight on what it would really be like to be an yeah. attorney. But, like, get, like, <laughs> you know, get to experience it. Yeah, and... But, however, the culture was extremely, extremely toxic. Is it the place that I'm thinking of yeah okay it's that one. <laughs> but it, it was just so bad no there was I agree with you like they didn't respect us as employees and it was I just, just bad. feel like it was it needed a lot of training and coaching I guess yeah you would say yeah and you know at the end of the day um, I would compl- I would call my dad, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd tell him like how stressed I was because I was a full time student mm-hmm. and I was also working full time because they didn't do part time. Yes. And my dad would tell me, well, you know, at least you got the job because yes. I had applied to so many different um, firms, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's hard to get a good job at a firm without any experience. Definitely, tell me about that. I feel like it was. The same for me, I kind of came to a point where I had to kind of either, you know, want better for my mental health or continue working here and like, you know, not worry about that. Because I was working part time. I was working part time, but they would treat me like if I was working full time. So I was putting in about 40 hours a week. And it was a lot for me, especially like, you know, full time students yeah it's it's difficult it's difficult and i was commuting because my university is like 40 minutes away from dallas Mm -hmm. but with traffic it's like an hour drive so i was driving an hour there to work and an hour back to my apartment and it was just a lot and so i feel like it's extremely difficult to not want to settle because you know you start feeling the pressure like well at least i got this job at least someone yes. opened the door for me. And for such a long time, that's what I was feeling. I was so scared to leave that job because I was just like, oh my God, what if I don't find another job like yes, this? Because I love doing the work. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. I love doing the work. It was just the environment itself. Like, yeah. it was just a horrible environment. And I was really scared. I was really scared to leave because I was just like, there's, you know, like all the doors are going to. Sh- clothes on me like there's yeah. not gonna be any more opportunity like this and I tried I tried to like stick it through and just like whatever you know yeah but 
it got to a point where like literally no joke I would cry for 10 <gasps> minutes straight be, like right when I would clock in right when I would walk into my office I would literally cry for 10 minutes straight yes. and then like pull it all together to like continue to work yeah it was horrible I've I have a very strong work ethic I, I work I'm not afraid to tackle a challenge right mm-hmm. but that was probably the first time in my work career that I genuinely would cry after work so I was just so stressed out because I would ask for help and no one would listen they would tell me figure it out and it's like you know especially when you're dealing with such sensitive information for people or these are people's like like lives you know and so I didn't want to make a mistake and then I'm over here trying to double check triple check my work and Mm -hmm. I'm not receiving the support that I need or the training or the training from my team so you know when I finally decided to leave I decided to leave because for me I decided that I'm I'm a hard worker yes and when you give me an assignment no matter how difficult it is i will find a way to complete it to the best of my abilities in a quality manner Mm -hmm. and you know i'm human i make mistakes but my point is is that i decided and i was like i didn't go to college first of all to be working a job that paid me minimum wage yes second of all no benefits no benefits and third of all to be treated with such little respect mm-hmm. you know you know because I'm a strong believer that take care of your take care of your employees and your employees will take care of your company yes because yes. when you treat your employees with dignity and respect and you make them feel like they are not an employee but they're actually your partner helping your business run trust me they're going to want to work harder for you and they're mm-hmm. gonna be loyal and they're gonna want to stick around because it's hard to find that and so when I decided to you know uh, put in my two weeks and move on to a different place um, the job search I don't know if you experienced this but it's kind of it's hard because you get so many offers but you're like some of them it just doesn't like meet up to your like standards like your what you want yeah and then you know and it's really hard because it's like oh my gosh should i take it because what mm -hmm. if you don't know if you don't get another opportunity given like this you know yeah so i feel like that's what i've definitely been struggling with i you know my previous job i've learned well no i kind of knew this i'm a very (laughs) vocal person yeah i'm very vocal about my opinions if i feel like this is done wrong I would definitely tell you and I would give you my opinion on how it should be done. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of like the problems I had in my previous job. I, I don't know, like you probably knew this, but it was just very difficult because it was an environment where they didn't really care about your opinions. Yeah. And when you work in an environment like that, it just like completely shuts you down. That's you know? True. It makes you not want to like find out what you're special skills are or like what you're actually good at and that's what I feel like I have troubles with like finding jobs you know because I'm like oh my god like you know I'm really good at this but are they gonna like want to change me in a different way to make them fit make me fit until their their position yeah no I get that I think that especially when you are first gen and you do 
put yourself in these higher ranks, if you will, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's hard to not feel like, you know, as Latinas, we're taught you listen to your boss. Whatever yes. your boss says, you say yes. You don't say no. Mm-hmm. You don't. You're you are not the owner. You're the employee. Yes. And I know my dad. He's actually told me this because he would tell me back at my old job, way back then. He would tell me, you know, you. It's not your company, so yes. you have no say. And I would, you know, and I've always been opinionated in the sense of, like, I'm the type of person that if I think something can be done better, I'm going to try it. Because why not? It's not about working Mm -hmm. harder. It's about working smarter. And my dad would be like, no, no es tu compañía. Like, you, tú no puedes decir eso. And I would be like, dad, I'm just giving feedback. Like, I feel like my parents are different though really like my mom and my dad are definitely like no te dejes no te dejes like don't let them overwork you don't let them shut you down don't let them you know like shut down your opinions or anything like that like say it if you have to say it and I come from like that type of family where it's like we're very vocal and very dramatic about everything Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of where I got it I'm just like very if I see something wrong I'm just like I'm gonna tell you yeah, that's crazy because I've always, my parents have always taught me that, you know, whatever the boss says, that's final. And I, who am I to contradict the boss or to raise any questions on what they're saying? But I think what I'm learning, especially now as I'm developing my career, is that it's really about knowing your worth and knowing what you have to offer mm-hmm. and not settling for anything less. Because when I was looking for jobs, you know, I got offers, and they were great, you know, the people were great, but it just didn't meet my need, you know? Yes. I wanted a, I wanted to feel like I'm actually part of a team, not just someone's under, like, subordinate, you know? Like, yes. I wanted to feel like what I said matter, and my presence played an important role, because I dream, and I'm wishing, and I, it's gonna happen, to have my own company one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say this is my employee. I'm going to say this is my partner. Because even if they're not in a big hiring position, everyone matters. Because together, that's the only way that you can make the business run. I feel like everyone's had that shitty job. You yeah. know what I mean? No, we've like, all had. Definitely that kind of makes you want to work harder to find a good fit. Find a good place where you feel welcomed. Where you feel like... You know, this is this is meant for you. Yeah, and I think that when you are, and if you are currently, and if you have ever experienced a really bad work environment or a toxic environment, I know that it can be frustrating, and you feel conflicted because you're like, I need the income, right? Especially if that's your main source of income. But my, the biggest, the best advice my dad has ever given me is that no job is worth your happiness. Yes. Because your jobs come and go. You're mm-hmm. replaceable. You, If you die, do you think they're going to like wait to replace you? No. They're probably yes. going to post the job listing the very next day. It's so funny because when I used to work as a visual designer, mm-hmm. um, it was actually by the time where my grandpa was very, very sick. And I had to go out there to go take care of him. Like, I had to. So I had requested some time off. 
and they didn't want to give it to me. They did not want to give it to me. Tell me. And one of my managers came up to me. One of my managers, like super top visual designer managers, came up to me. And she knew, like, what was going on with me in my life. And she looked at me and she was like, nothing is more important than your family. She's like, you will regret this for the rest of your life if you don't go see your grandpa. She's like, go. She's like, I'm not telling you. She's like, she looked at me. She's like, I didn't tell you this. And I was like, and I had to think about it because I was like, oh, my God, my job. Like, I really love this place. Like, I don't want to get fired, you know, like, I don't want to end bad with this place, you know. And I really thought about it. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, my grandpa's more important. Like, I love my family and it's just a job. And I left. Girl. And she, she was, she's so amazing. She actually put in, like, her PTO on my PTO. And she gave me, like, two weeks off. They didn't want to give it to me, but she gave it to me. Yeah. So that, to me, made me realize, like, you know, there's going to be situations in life where you have to be there for your family. That's true. It's funny that you say that because at my, uh, at the the firm that I was talking about previously I'm not trying to get sued or anything but girl <laughs> no but so my uncle caught COVID last year and we didn't have paid time off and like we didn't have any benefits to be honest so what I ended up doing no you didn't no and it's so sad because looking back I feel like I should have prioritized that what I did was I drove so I lived in Dallas right Mm -hmm. and my family's in Austin so I drove after work four hours to Austin attended the funeral via Zoom because he was in El Salvador so we just Mm -hmm. gathered as a family in my house and you know we saw the whole thing through Zoom immediately after the funeral service was over I literally got back in my car and drove so I spent the night right because yeah. I drove after work, I spent the night, saw the funeral, and I had only requested that morning off, and it was, like, difficult to even get the whole day. And then I drove from Austin, Texas, straight to the office oh in Dallas, Texas, so I could work half a day at least. Really? Yeah. And now that I, now looking back, I'm like, one, I don't know why I did that, because yes. that place was not worth it, and two... No one should have to prioritize. Pick their fa- family over work. Yeah. No, like, pick I mean, their work, work over, over family. family. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I want to share this advice with, especially other young Latinos. Yes. Like, I know that our parents have always told us that we should be grateful for any opportunity, but... Which we, we are. Which, yeah, 100%. But also, as a young adult and as someone... Who, if you're wanting to develop yourself in the professional world, you need to set healthy boundaries. Yes. And you need to recognize that your job is important, but it should not dictate whether or not you are prioritizing things that matter to you. Because, like, the way I think about it is, like, when I'm at work, I'm at work. For those eight hours that I'm at work, I'm going to try my very, very best. Mm -hmm. But when I, when it's five o'clock and that time comes, like, do not contact me like you know that's yes. the end of my day i'm not gonna i'm not gonna continue because 
I used to be like that. I used to be like a pushover. Uh-huh. Like they would call me on the weekends and ask me to do things, and I would literally be hanging out with people, and I'd be like, "Hey, sorry, I gotta go." Really? Yeah. Oh, girl, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even pick up. <laughs> no, but you know, I think part of it's also because you know, I want I want to leave a good impression. Like yeah. I want my employers to know that. Oh, Diana, she's a hard worker. She's gonna do her best. But I think what I'm starting to learn now is that there's a there's a difference between letting them know that you're a dedicated worker and then letting them just take advantage of you yes that's definitely what i was gonna say too i kind of you know going back to like them calling you on the weekend and all that stuff i wouldn't let them like do that to me because they need to understand too like i'm a human being you know what i mean like i also have family i also have stuff to do with my family like you know on the weekends like Mm -hmm. i do stuff you know so, I feel like that kind of plays a role where I don't let them try to even walk o- over me. That's why I'm That's so vocal. That's a good vocal. thing, yeah. And I'm learning to be more vocal. I mean, thankfully, I'm very grateful because at my current, like, I'm very much respected and mm-hmm. it's a very healthy environment. But, oh my gosh, at the, one of the, you know, my previous old firm, <laughs> or one of the firms, <laughs> like, how do I not make it so obvious? But when I first started, right, they were like, oh, what days do you want to work? And I was, you know, I was so used to working Monday through mm-hmm. Saturday and just having Thursdays off. Oh, so, is it that one time? Yeah. Like, and oh so my. then I was, he was like, what do you, the, you know, like the head attorney was like, what days do you want to work? And I was like, oh, I'll keep it the same. Right. I was like, I'll work Monday, have Monday through Thursday, Thursday off, and then I'll work um, Saturdays. Saturday. And... Tell me why the firm doesn't even open on Saturdays. Girl, I told you. And he was going to let me I'm work. I'm literally the one that told you. I know. When you came up to me, you're like, oh. I was like, what time does everyone come on Saturday? And I you were like, like, no girl, one works on Saturdays. No one works on Saturdays. But isn't that mind-blowing? Because yes. I also think that that's an issue. When you're young mm-hmm. and you're They naive, try to they, take advantage of you. Yeah. Definitely, you like, need I to. I really was gonna be there on Saturdays for eight hours. Yeah, you need to learn how to set your boundaries and make them understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a human too. You know, I have things to be doing. I have school. I have this and this and this. So definitely, like, that's my issue with some jobs. You know, like I know when I was younger, like one of my first jobs, they tried to take advantage of me of like my working overtime and not paying me and until I started realizing like this is not okay you know and I finally like got to like talk to them about it yeah and you know I think the other thing is when you are a first generation student going into the professional world you don't have guidance yes because Mm -hmm. your parents are gonna tell you well if that's what the boss said that's what the boss said or they're gonna say yeah stand up for yourself but don't push it don't mm-hmm. risk your job yeah. for standing up for what you believe in. And I think that something that I want to make very, very clear is that you should never feel like you are unheard. And if that's yes. how you feel, then you should reconsider the place you're at. And there's plenty of other jobs. There's oh, 100%. I'm so glad I left because I love the place I'm at now. You know, most of the time it's like when you leave that one shitty job you're gonna find the perfect job. yes and you shouldn't be scared to leave like 
Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad mindset to have this mindset of it's better to dance with the devil that you do know mm-hmm. than to dance with one that you don't. So essentially, it's like I've never heard that. Really? Oh my gosh. Okay, this is gonna be interesting. I once had a conversation with this old, long, long, long time ago. This attorney, mm-hmm. and I remember we were both at this particular company, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I was his um, his paralegal, whatever, right? Yes. I would go with him to jails and do all of the work. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and we were talking because I've always been the type of, I'm curious. I like to ask people, like, why did you choose this profession? Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> I told him and I said, because he would complain a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I remember this day I asked him, I said, why do you work at this place? And he told me, because it's better to dance with the devil that you know than to dance with one that you don't. So he was saying, it's better to stay at this company where I know how everything goes. Like, I know what's going to piss off the, the main guy. Like, I know mm-hmm. what not to do versus trying to go that somewhere new mm-hmm. and it could be worse in my current place. That's interesting. Yeah, and I feel like that's how a lot of Latinos think. It's like, it's yeah. mejor quedarme aquí. It's better for me to stay here. Because por lo menos aquí yo sé cómo son las cosas, right? Yeah. You know how everything works. And so you trap yourself in these unhealthy environments versus risking it and trying to see what's better. Because 100%, you could totally go from a worse company to even a really, really? bad yeah. company. Like, it's like that saying, you know, puede salir de Guatemala, Guatepeor. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, yeah, I get you. I, I feel like... I don't know, risking it all and just trying to even find your light is better than to, like, stick around. Because I'm that type of person where if I'm, I feel like I'm getting way too comfortable. Like, I'm not learning anything new. I'm not, like, challenging myself. I'm not trying to make a situation better. I'm not trying to problem solve. If I already know everything, I don't like it. I want to switch out. Like, I want to find something else that's going to challenge me. That's going to... I agree. Like, definitely make me learn new skills, learn new stuff, you know? I agree. So, that's why I feel like I, like, been having a a little difficulty, like, finding a good position where, you know, it's going to help me, like, conquer that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Find... Basically put me in the path to towards my career. Yeah. You know, I also think, like... You're young. I mean, you're not that young, but you're no. young. Girl, you like 40. Shut okay, up. First of all, I'm 23. That's old. That's not old. That's I'm old. not even halfway through my 20s. That's still old. No, but I think, like, when you're in your early 20s, like, it's normal not to know what you want to do. Yes, so, and sometimes, like, we feel pressured, like, me. Like, I feel pressured, like, I need to know everything, you know? You really don't. I don't even know everything. I'm only two years older than you. Why are you... Why are you sharing how old I am? <laughs> because you swear. I'm old. You, Don't be sharing that. You swear you're like 19. Girl. Like, calm down. <laughs> no, but I'm being serious. Like, I think we mentioned that. We've talked a lot about that. Like, don't yes. feel pressured. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, if if it's, don't settle just be, to settle. Like, obviously, if you really do need the money, then yes, work the job. But 
just pick up any job and continue working towards your goals and your dream career. Definitely. Because the best thing I I remember I got an offer and I was scared to reject it. So I was like, man, you know, mm-hmm. she about to have like negative dollars in her bank account. But I'm glad I held out because then I found a place that literally checks off all of my boxes. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so cheesy, but you want to, if you're going to work, you at least want to enjoy Especially, yeah, especially now, like, growing up and being in your 20s, you've already, even if you still work at, like, a regular job or whatever, like, you still want to make sure that this environment is going to be good for your mental health and that this environment is going to support, like, you, you know, having some time off to be with your family and stuff like that because that's Mm. very important. Also, this is more for my girlies and and dudes who if you're freshly out of college and you're trying to transition into like a professional role i was having this conversation with this person and i honestly this applies to anyone Mm -hmm. this person was saying you know they they secured a really good internship Mm -hmm. um you know it met it meant their it met their oh my gosh i can't speak it met their financial goals. It challenged them. It's in the field that they want to have. But they were entertaining conversations with other internships that they knew they didn't really want. Mm-hmm. But they felt obligated to respond because, again, they're first gen. They're yes. Latinos. We should be grateful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's funny because I think a lot of freshly grads, especially undergrad students who are first gen, think like that. Like, I'm just going to accept it because at least they even consider me. At least I made it to the final. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the biggest piece of advice that I want to stress out of this whole podcast, and if there's anything you want to take away, is that don't entertain job offers. Don't entertain interviews. Don't entertain anything that you know deep down you don't want. Mm-hmm. Don't do it just because you feel obligated to, or you should at least be grateful that someone is willing to hire you. Yeah. Definitely know your worth. 100%. And like like I say, your parents, our parents, they've made their life choices already. They've lived their lives. So Girl, don't... my mom's still trying to live my life. Exactly. Like, I feel like that's a problem with Latin, in the Latino community is that yes. our parents try to dictate well, fortunately, my parents are not like that, but I know a lot of people who are like, who their parents, they're like, dude, I have my, I have a friend who's literally 24, and she still has to ask her mom for permission. Girl. And they don't even live I in thought her, that was every Latina. No. Well, you don't live with your parents. No, you? she doesn't live with her parents either. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. And, like, I, I feel know. like as Latinos, like, we are raised to have this mindset of, like, well, you know, you serve your parents. The mm-hmm. whole purpose of your parents having you is so you can get a good job, so you can take care of your parents. Yes, like, every time I go to Mexico, my dad's always giving me, you know, his story of, like, I had to walk through here and this and this. I'm like, damn, dad. I'm like, dang, <laughs> did you have water at least? Yeah. Oh, yes, and but like, no. And I might, I think you know. Obviously, yes. Take care of your parents because that's yes, part of definitely. who we. That's who we are in definitely our community. Grateful for my parents. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like don't let your parents dictate your life because you're not living for you. You're now living for them, and if you try to live for anyone else but yourself, you're gonna be extremely unhappy. 
I know it's going to be hard. It's definitely hard because you want to make your parents proud. You want to be, you know, like that light of child that just did everything perfectly. The golden perfectly. child. Yeah. The like light me. of child. <laughs> like me. I'm the golden child. I'm but, the golden child. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask Carla. But no, you definitely want to be that child, you know? But at the same time, you have to keep in mind, like, you have to do what's best for you. What's going to put you in the best path ever for your future. For you. What's going to start off your future, your career. Definitely think about yourself. It's not selfish, but it's good for yourself. Yeah, so I guess the top three takeaways, the top three W's, wisdoms. <laughs> Remember, we were supposed to be like, this week's wisdom. <laughs> but the top three takeaway for this episode is number one don't settle for anything less than what you deserve number two don't be afraid to leave an environment that is unhealthy for you or no longer serves you and number three make choices that are best for you not what's best for your mom for your dad for your dia for your grandpa for your boyfriend for your girlfriend for no one else but you that's it those are really good three tips not gonna lie that is well thank you so much everyone for listening to our podcast don't forget to follow us on tell underscore me underscore 98 she got it (laughs) yes guys follow us on instagram for daily affirmations positive quotes and more exclusive content and we'll catch you guys on the next episode